0: Hello there, woman beings, and welcome to another episode of The Woman Being Podcast. I am Emma, and I'm here, joined, as always, with my lovely, lovely, incredible, beautiful, phenomenal, stupendous, and splendid co-hosts, you Kelly. Hello. And Ann. Hello. And today we are joined by the beautiful, stunning, phenomenal, stupendous, splendid. Oh, the same introduction. <laughs> I'm running out of adjectives. Um, Miss Ellie Emery. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are so excited to talk to Ellie today. She is a boudoir photographer. She is a Feminist boss lady. Um, and she is also an aspiring lawyer. And she's gonna talk to us about all sorts of things today. Uh, you guys don't want to miss it. You better tune in. Let's dive right in. <laughs> you better tune, tune in. in. They're already Let's tuned dive. in. You better tune
1: into this one, guys. You better <laughs> tune in. While you're, you're already, already listening. Listening. What?
0: this is Woman
1: Being where we explore thoughts and opinions and have the freedom to change our minds without expectation or judgment. We will hold a safe space and support each other
2: as we navigate together in the form of feminine.
0: Ellie, hello. (laughs) We're so happy and excited to have you here today. Um, And I think we're just gonna jump in head first. And start talking about what you do and what you're all about. So could you tell us a little bit about um, what you've been doing and, like, working towards in advocacy for women's bodies uh, and just, like, what led you there? Give us a little, like, a, a little bio. A little bio.
3: <laughs> like a little introduction post. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I started as just a photographer. In general, when I was like 14. Um, I've been doing it for a million years, it feels like at this point.
0: So you're a million and I'm 14 years old. old. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> you look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you gotta tell us your skincare. You? Yeah, that'll girl. be the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, But I just always have loved photographing people and just telling people stories. um And so I kind of never really found like, a niche that I loved um, mm. as I did photography. I kind of just did it as a hobby and then I just turned into wedding photography, portrait photography, and just kind of, like, anything that I could do with it. Um, but a few years ago I just did a, like, quick boudoir shoot for my sister when she was getting married. Um, and I just realized, like, how much I loved capturing just, like, the authenticity mm. of Her, um, and just like it kind of just stripped everything back, and it was less of like a production, and it was more so just like, oh, this is just her. I just loved like capturing the humanity of it, and so then I just kind of deep dove on that and just was like, anyone I could find who would be willing to do a boudoir type shoot, and I was like, okay, this might be what I love. Um, but living in Reading, I have not found many. That are willing. Um, and so I kind of just ended up doing a ton of, like, self-portraits. Mm. Um, and that kind of took me on, like, a whole new journey of mm. um, kind of just experiencing, like, what that was like to be vulnerable and accept and, like, see my own body. Mm. Um, mm. And I've always kind of been in the world of – I hate the classic, like, body positivity type phrasing. Mm-hmm. Um But kind of just, like, learning to be human and accept our bodies for what they are. Um, And so it kind of just – I realized that I could connect it all together. Mm -hmm. To kind of, like, gather the pieces of learning how to help people and myself, like, accept their bodies and see their bodies um, and love them and, like, feel beautiful um, in just a new way that they've never – felt before mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it all started and it's kind of just kind of merged into many different things mm-hmm. throughout the years and starting it
0: and I mean it's it's really vulnerable being um like being the subject of like a boudoir shoot um in, in a way it almost feels more vulnerable to me than like uh sort of like fine art, like, f- nude photography, because, mm-hmm. uh, like, like when I was in photography school, there were a lot of people that did, like, um, nude photography and stuff, and, like, that was considered, like, a, a very classic, like, fine art avenue to go mm-hmm. down, um, but boudoir adds element of, like, being sexy at the same time, because so much of, like, nude photography is not necessarily sexy, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of just presented and it's it's um a different way of showing the body and so like to to sit in front of a camera and say like yes like this is my body and also like I am you know sexual and powerful and I'm um I'm going to like openly embrace that in an image that lasts forever <laughs> like yeah, that's a right. that's a big deal <laughs> especially
3: like I, I know most of us have grown up in like purity culture we were kind of just taught like your body is not sexual and if it is that is bad and it's only sexual in a bad way Mm -hmm. and so it's like it is vulnerable to put yourself in front of a camera and be like no you're actually allowed you're allowed to feel sexy right now Mm -hmm. like that the conversations I have with a lot of the girls I photograph are literally that where like I could see that they're trying Mm -hmm. and they're like Oh, well, like no, but I can't pose like that because it's too sexy. And I'm like, no, this is what you're trying to do right now. Yeah. We're I mean, trying to make you look sexy is right be now. Sexy. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just kind of like, just it kind of changes people's mindsets. Mm-hmm. I've realized. So a lot of the times, um, I end up doing a shoot with someone, and it, they come in and they're like, "No, I know how to be sexy." You're like, "I know, I feel sexy," but they'll start, and then it, they'll have just a moment of like oh, like, I can do this just for me. Or like, oh, like, I don't actually know how to do this right now and I don't feel comfortable doing this. And Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like it becomes a moment of like you're allowed to just inherently be a sexual human. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Like you don't have to – this doesn't have to be for anyone and it doesn't have to, like, be anything. Mm -hmm. It's just for you to, like, feel comfortable in this part of yourself. Yeah. Because just as women, we are all – sexual beings yeah like that's what we're created to be Mm -hmm. yeah right all humans are (laughs) sexual beings yeah and it's just such like a like hidden secretive like shameful part of your body Mm -hmm. or part of your life that people are they just don't know how to access that without bringing up all of the shame and fear Yeah,
2: it's so interesting because it feels like you're almost facilitating a discovery of what sexy looks like on on individuals. And like it feels like sometimes being sexy, quote unquote, is like a performance. And that's it sounds like what you're describing is they're coming in like, I know how to be sexy. I'm going to perform. But mm -hmm. then it feels like there's probably a process of like resting back in yourself and just being. Throughout mm-hmm. that process, which feels really, yeah, that's really cool.
3: Yeah, it really is. Because, um, and I have also recently decided or realized that I just will not do any more of the shoots that like are specifically for a woman to give to a husband mm-hmm. for their wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, because I realize that like the the core of why I do this kind of work is because I want women to feel, or just people in general, mm-hmm. like I do men also. But it's like I want them to feel like, inherently safe and comfortable in their sexuality and, like, in their body and in, like, being sexy by themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, like, they come in and they're, like, okay, I'm going to give this or, like, I'm going to show this. And I'm, like, no, we're just actually showing you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you're not performing, like you said. You're Mm -hmm. just being. Mm -hmm. And that is beautiful and sexy. Yeah. And
0: I mean, the like, and in the world of, like, you know, purity culture Mm -hmm. and, and church upbringing, like, women especially are told your sexuality is not for you Mm -hmm. right like your your sexuality is always linked to how it affects somebody else and it is always linked to shame and so this idea of like getting boudoir photos taken just for you like feels foreign probably to a lot of people especially in our area that's like oversaturated with Christians right. or past Christians. <laughs> and so it's like the that whole concept is um is totally like overlooked within Christian faith. And I think in general too, like in our culture at large, it's been so influenced by um Christianity and Christian values um, that, you know, being sexy uh, for example, the Kardashians, very sexy family, mm-hmm. right? But it's the idea that like, oh, they are they are on these magazine covers or whatever for other people, you mm-hmm. know? Or like they are, you know, keeping their bodies a certain way for XYZ, mm-hmm. for their husbands or for um, their, you know, reputation on their TV show, whatever. But like, what if it's just for them?
1: Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of the the piece of it there is like we're taught or women especially, are taught like your sexuality is only meant for your marriage, mm-hmm. right? like it is this special thing outside of yourself that you get to share between you and your husband when someday you get married if you get married and um that sort of separates sexuality from ourselves in a way. we sort of it's sort of this like other thing that's away from us and not necessarily part of us mm-hmm. and then the second part to that is. Um, Any expression of sexuality outside of that, like, context is seen as having evil ulterior motives, right? Like, oh, you're being sexy, like, you want attention, or you're seducing someone, or Mm -hmm. you are causing someone to stumble, or... You know, you are not okay inside and, you know, Mm. looking for worth in the wrong places or whatever, Mm. as opposed to like the expression of sexuality being seen as
2: a part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like thinking back actually to, because I did the typical Christian girl thing and I did a Boudoir. Whoa, I can't even say the word. How do you Boudoir? say it? Boudoir. Boudoir, thank you. Maybe, I have about I four different French. ways that <laughs> I say it, and I just rotate through it. Honestly, same. Um, a booter. <laughs> a booter. Um, but I did that uh, before I got married.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that a typical Christian thing to do?
2: I feel like, like It's a like a spicy Christian thing. It's a, oh. Yeah, it's like a if you're pushing, feeling on It's like the seat. progressive oh. Christian
1: girls do a boudoir
0: yeah. photo shoot yeah. before I'm
2: married. Yeah.
0: Wow. I didn't, the only person I've ever known who's done that before their wedding that told me about it at least was you.
2: Really? Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I know like a handful of, of it's gals like a secret thing because they're not going to show anyone except for their husband
3: sure yeah although you've
0: shown sure. them to the us
2: <laughs> really I yeah so at least good. some of them I don't think I've seen them okay. I can, oh like a
0: year and a half ago I can show you guys I remember we sat on her we bed and we We're like looked definitely at them. want to see
2: them yeah <laughs> they're, they're beautiful um <laughs> And so I, I did that thing, but I remember feeling like I needed an excuse to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get real. I wanted to do it. James did not care if I gave him pictures or not. He's literally like, whatever. Like, right. my he's husband like, is, I can just see you. He's so <laughs> really? chill. Um, and I just wanted to do it for me, but I felt like I needed a reason. And that reason was I was making a book to give to my husband before our wedding day. Mm-hmm. And um, like, he literally just... He's like, thank you. This is thoughtful and nice, but I actually don't really care. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's classic James right now. Classic James. And he he was, like, trying to be nice, but he was just like, I I get to, like, be in bed with you tomorrow. Like, what is this, like, (laughs) picture? Anyway. (laughs) But, like, my point is, it feels like in christianity purity culture whatever you need a reason mm. it, and it can't be for you it can't be it's, for it's always that you. like
3: awkward conversation that i have with people where i'll say like oh yeah i'm a boudoir photographer mm. i'm a boudoir <laughs> photographer the <laughs> <laughs> this, um, and then they're like oh yeah i've always wanted to do that like maybe one day when i'm getting married and mm. i said why not now yeah and then it's just like an awkward silence mm. yeah and they don't have a full reason necessarily they're just like oh Wait, (laughs) there's like, I have a moment and I'm like, yeah, you could do it now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there is just like an awkward in between of like, are you giving me permission? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like almost like they're asking for that, like permission from someone. And it's like, no, you can literally like, you don't have to give anything to a man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like we're not like, it's that performative side Mm -hmm. of things where it's like, actually, no, inherently us as humans are sexual beings
2: yeah
3: you don't have to have a reason yeah being human yeah is reason enough and yeah. like
0: you doing something that you've always wanted to do if someone's saying i've always wanted to have boudoir photos taken why would you hold that off until mm-hmm. you are then in a relationship with someone to give them to, right. you know? Like why not just do that thing now? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I and I hear ugh, I've I've ranted about this before um on the podcast and other episodes that we've done about like singleness and different things, but yep. the idea of like holding things off for when you're married really frustrates me in general because it's this idea that like your life doesn't start until you're married mm-hmm. and there's so much life to live, and I've, like, watched people pass up great opportunities to do fun or exciting things or to move to a new place or whatever because they're like, well, I'll wait until I'm married Mm -hmm. to some theoretical person that doesn't even exist in your life yet.
3: (laughs) No, the whole – that idea and then also, like, the way that married couples are instantly elevated in mm -hmm. church communities above – single people yeah that's something i could rant about for <laughs> like that's a tangent but um yeah and i think also going back is like it's very cultural to be taught that like our sexuality should be hidden mm. because in other cultures like if you just take it back to like modesty for example like in some countries it's like very modest to like only show your ankles like you can't show anything but the ankles but then in other countries it's like they wear like basically nothing Mm -hmm. and that's considered modest yeah and so it's like what within the like church world or just america is teaching us that like this photo is immodest
0: yeah yeah i remember um in high school i had a friend who's indian and i saw her in her Oh, what's the word? Sorry. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And, like, that shows your stomach. And, Mm -hmm. like, in high school at that time, it wasn't, like, popular like it is to wear crop tops right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was, like, and I was much more, like, Christianly modest at that time. And so in my mind, it was, like, oh, my gosh, she's showing her stomach. But I was also, like, but this is also, like... Very culturally normal for her to show her stomach. Mm-hmm. And I'm not seeing any of my friend's stomachs, but I see her stomach because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's in her sari.
3: That is basically the whole idea of it in my mind is like I just I just love not pushing people's buttons, mm-hmm. but also just like qu- I question things because mm-hmm. I'm like I need – I want answers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm just I'm, – I ask questions all the time. And so when someone's like, oh, you can't do that, I'm like, okay, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a Why? Mm -hmm. yeah like if you have if you give me a good why then i'll listen Mm -hmm. but if you don't give me a good why i probably will not listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) that idea of like okay well like you can't wear a short
0: skirt to church Mm -hmm. like why not yeah
2: Yeah. like what's wrong with my legs god knows
0: what my legs look like
2: (laughs) (laughs) god loves my whole body what do you mean Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. like
3: what is this and so just when it's always put on like like, oh well, you can't show cleavage because of like the men in the church. To me, that sounds like a man issue. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound sounds like, like a, their
0: problem. Mm-hmm. It
3: doesn't sound like a me issue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so just kind of pushing those buttons of like, well, why can I not do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, you like, this is just my body, and this is just me being me in my body. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this bad? Nobody can give me a clear answer. I found. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, okay, well, why does the Bible say I can't? And it's like, oh, well, like,
1: it's like, where does that actually show up in the Bible? Again? Right. Or it's just like <laughs> something
3: that they kind of like made for their own sermon or just like mm-hmm. different interpretations or whatever. And I'm just like, you actually can't give me a clear reason. And all I'm, all I know is that like I'm supposed to celebrate
0: and love my body.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I feel like in general, there's so much that people just sort of like repeat and regurgitate. And so mm-hmm. when you ask why, it it hits a wall mm-hmm. because people are repeating things that people who sound authoritative or seem like they know what they're talking about have said mm-hmm. and rather than like critically thinking and gaining understanding for themselves of like why they would actually believe something, mm-hmm. you know? Right.
1: I've actually been reflecting on that lately. Like literally as of two days ago, I was thinking about the fact that like leadership in the church is – how well you are able to regurgitate the information that you've learned. Mm-hmm. It's not like, how well have you grasped the concepts and in, concepts internally and how have you, like, you know, sifted through a, a sea of varying perspectives and come to your own conclusion. It's how well, especially if you're a man, how well can you take what the pastor said, spin it your own way, and regurgitate it authoritatively is considered success, and it's considered, like, Leadership and it's considered a good teaching. Um, but we don't have a, a good value for that sort of like in depth study, research, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like the church does not value wrestling at all. Um, and leadership is my understanding of leadership as I've been going through a deconstruction process is changing as I'm reconsidering what that means. Mm-hmm.
2: I think just to harken back a little bit to what Ellie said a little bit earlier is it's kind of like sitting in my brain and like rolling around the idea of like demonizing the self and like demonizing the enjoyment of the self. And that that personally, that feels very apparent in purity culture. And it's like mm-hmm. your body is not your own. You should not be enjoying it, basically. And I think that's that pops up a lot in things – across the Christian experience, but specifically when it comes to something like, oh, well, I'm gonna take naked pictures for me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people are like, you're making porn? I'm like, (laughs) no. But what if I was? I am Uh, am, uh, am, like cherishing (laughs) what I've been given Mm -hmm. and like enjoying and being in it. And I think that's really powerful.
0: (laughs) Well, and like people are so concerned, right? Like people are so concerned with what you're doing with your body mm-hmm. and the idea that you would take photos of yourself in a sexual way for you is like, oh, no. But it's like, why does this affect you mm-hmm. in any way? Like, it's just like how I brush my teeth for me, like, every day mm-hmm.
2: for my own personal Before health. Or I work out I for me. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it back to, like,
3: a deeper issue, I guess, mm-hmm. is it just historically, like, putting... Blame and modesty and, like, shame on women's bodies has just been a way to control women. For sure. And so specifically within, like, church communities, it's like they don't, like, a fully, like, actualized and, like, confident and secure woman is really powerful. I was watching a documentary recently for one of my classes. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, actually hundreds of years ago within, like, church communities – Like, sex and sexuality in women's bodies were just celebrated. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, as Christianity, like, continued on, it was just, like, okay, actually, like, let's put this to, like, only be in marriage. Or, like, let's put this to Mm -hmm. be hidden away. Because, like, actually, how can we control the people and get them to do, like what we want them to do interesting
1: well i was curious too, because uh, you had mentioned a little bit earlier this idea of self-portraiture mm-hmm. and i'd love to hear kind of your process like first of all what have you learned about yourself in photographing yourself in that way and um what or how has that helped you photograph other women as well
3: yeah so i think most of my life i've been in a mixture of purity culture mixed with um like, I had a lot of health issues growing up. I felt very disconnected from my body. Mm-hmm. And so it was always, like, this weird dynamic of, like, don't let anyone touch your body. But let the doctors touch your body. But don't, don't show people this part of your body. But actually, those doctors can see it. Mm-hmm. And just, like, a weird back and forth of, like, I actually just became so, like, dissociated from myself that it was, like, that's a body. This is me. And it was, like, two completely separate parts. And I don't think I fully realized that until um, later when I was just, like, in different times of my life. And it's like, oh, can you pinpoint, like, what you're feeling here? And I'm like, no, I can't. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I look like even. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as I was doing this and just realizing that, like, I don't actually have people (laughs) that will let me photograph them, um, I was like, okay, I'll just – do my own photos Mm -hmm. and so I just became practicing and like practicing and like setting up different things and I was like I would look at a photo and legitimately not see myself Mm -hmm. I'd be like okay yeah that's a great photo and like that person looks good but it's not me Mm -hmm. and so it just became this like I realized that it was like a slightly deeper journey than I had expected (laughs) and I was like okay actually no we're gonna like learn like who you are and what you look like Mm -hmm. and so it became like that kind of thing of just messing with, like, myself in different ways or, like, feeling sexy but then, like, showing myself that actually that is you and you do look good. And, like, these in-between shots that we get, like, you still look good then. Like, this is just your body. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And kind of just that experience of, like, Mm -hmm. just literally gathering information and just, like, that is what you look like. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: That is straight up what you look like. And I actually had an experience recently where, like, A lot of my own, like, photos I took or my brother took because he's a photographer also. Um, And I realized that that's not actually as vulnerable as I thought it was. Mm. (laughs) So because it's just me or my brother that I've known my whole life. um, And I still get to control it. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so I was always under the impression of, like, look, I'm posting photos of myself. So you should be confident to do the same thing because I did it. And I was like, actually, no, that's just me by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I had a friend recently that is a photographer, and I asked him to do, like, a few boudoir-type photos for me. And I realized, that, like, standing there, I was like, oh, this is what people are feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this this is, like, I'm. I thought that I knew, but I didn't know mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I was like, oh, this actually does feel very vulnerable, to, like, mm-hmm. give control of, like, what I feel and, like, what I think I look like and, like, literally to just – Try to be sexy or, like, look good in front of someone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it really has just, like, simply shown me myself. Mm -hmm. Um, It's helped me to, like, connect mind to body. Mm -hmm. So, like, not only just simply what I look like, but just, like, putting back, like, no, I have to be in my body. I have to feel this way myself. Mm -hmm. And I have to, like, learn Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, like been a huge part of, like, how I've connected back my head, like, my mind to my body. Yeah. And, like, gotten rid of that, like, hardcore dissociated state.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's, like, I think people just don't realize that point of it where I'm, like, we're just taught growing up in purity culture that, like, your body's not yours. Yeah. Simply. It's, like, it's, like, a woman's body is either, like, sexual in a bad way or it's your husband's. And so it's, like, actually, no, this is my body. This is what I'm living with, with for my whole life. Mm-hmm. And, like, I deserve
0: and should get to know it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that you're at such a, like, a, a collision of, of different <laughs> messages with um, purity culture messaging and then, like, also having, like, health issues and that, mm-hmm. at, like, I've when I've had health issues in the past like it feels like my body is betraying me, mm-hmm. you know? And like so we're told by a church like your body is is bad, your body is sinful, your body is dangerous and then we our body is telling us as it as it betrays us like I'm actually not going to show up for you, you know? Or like I'm I'm uh, not going to do the things that you thought that I could do before. Mm-hmm. And um I think similar to like the way that photography has been like redemptive to you in that sense, like I, when my body was failing me, it was like, okay, I'm going to climb this mountain or I'm going to like start rock climbing. And like, it, it was like very emotional to do those things and to like try to trust my body. And it mm-hmm. still is at times. Cause it's like, Oh, my body has failed me before. Like, what if my hands just like give out while I'm climbing this wall? Or like, what if like, I, I just, like, I can't, like it's been like rebuilding trust mm-hmm. um and like you're like rebuilding your your image of yourself and like who you are and what what it what it means to be connected to you because like your body didn't betray you really like your body is is part of you is you is with you mm-hmm. um and learning how to like embrace that again is is rough along with all of the purity culture messaging right. at the same time.
3: Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's that idea of, like, my whole life being taught that, like, your body is something that you should be ashamed of and that you should hide. Mm-hmm. And then having that, like, oh, I can't actually trust that my body's going to work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it's just falling apart. It's causing pain. It's not working. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, my body is just simply bad question mark like that's like i was told by the church it was bad and now it's bad because it's not
0: working properly
3: and And so that's like just a mixture of like all that messaging is just and then just going through like hardcore eating disorders through high school Mm -hmm. and just like trying to make my body look like what i thought people wanted it to look like but then being told that i can't let people see it but then it's just like a like just confusing yeah for like a young person just being like I don't what do I do with this
0: body (laughs) like I'm
3: just trying to live my life here but what do I do and so like and because a lot of my work too is like yeah I want people to I have found that there's a lot of people who are like okay with like okay well we're just celebrating the body like it's Mm. gonna be like a natural we're celebrating the human form but then they and like that's their way of stepping out of purity culture but I'm like So I try not to, like, fully go that direction because I'm like, no, but you also are a sexual human and you're allowed to be sexual. Yeah. So I don't want to discount that. Yeah. But I do love just, like, celebrating that that it's just a body because I'm like, okay, actually, no, my body's still here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's, like, still surviving. (laughs) Like, we're doing good. Yeah. And so I'm like, I want to, like, just celebrate the – like, human form. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's kept me alive through totally. this whole time. Yeah. And so kind of just, like, using that to not only be, like, okay, actually, no, this is just me, like, thanking my body right now. Mm-hmm. This is me, like, celebrating that it survived all that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And that it, like, is still for me. Like, my totally. body is for me. Yeah. And so, like, just kind of mixing all that where it's, like, just keeping both sides. Like, you are sexy and you are sexual just inherently and that's not a bad thing but also just like this is also just my body yeah Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i think that it can swing to like the opposite extreme as people try to maybe reject purity culture (laughs) um they're like no like i'm this is the idea of like this is quote unquote just a body Mm -hmm. to me that's Just objectifying, but in a different, from a different lens, like with different words. Like you're still objectifying because you're not recognizing the personhood of that body. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not recognizing the humanity. And so like finding that balance and that tension of like, yes, this is a body and a body is a body. Like that is a neutral statement. It doesn't have to be bad or good or whatever. Uh, But at the same time, this body also is a human with you know a soul and a sexuality and um desires and all of these things that come wrapped up in it it's not simply a body but it is also a body period (laughs) right
3: and I think like I've been like on that line of trying to figure out Mm -hmm. like what that means to me and so like a lot of my work was like okay I'm gonna do like lingerie we're trying to be sexy like make myself feel really powerful But then I found that, like, oh, the days that I felt bad about myself, I, like, wouldn't do as much, like, photography. And I was like, okay, that ruins my point. Like, (laughs) isn't this, like, against (laughs) what I've been saying? And so some of my favorite photos I took of myself were um, from a day when I felt, like, extremely bloated, like, really disgusting. I was on my period, and I was just wearing, like, huge granny panties. And literally it's just photos of me in my studio Like, in my granny panties, on my period, Mm -hmm. bloated. Mm -hmm. And I was like, these actually, they make me, like, love my body Mm -hmm. more than half of my other photos Mm -hmm. where I feel like like I look sexy and good. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, no, that's actually just, like, that's my body doing what it's meant to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's my body just... I don't know, just being in its most inherent, like, woman. Yeah. Cells.
0: You're, you're on being... your period. That is super sexy. A body operating right. properly. Like,
2: <laughs> that is sexy. It <laughs> is super sexy. It is. It is. is true. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and that just, like, speaks to what a tool it is for self-compassion. Because mm-hmm. I've had my own health journey the past, like, year or so. And anytime I take – I either have pictures taken of me or I take pictures – I'm just constantly like, wow, like I am so beautiful mm-hmm. and like it it reinforces that self-compassion and yeah. that like, wow, this is what my body does and it's good and it's whole. And even though it might not be working the way that I want it to or maybe the quote unquote ideal way right now, um, it's still those things do not take away from the goodness or the compassion I should have towards myself, and so I I love that that idea of like I'm not trying to be super sexy right now. I'm just being, and that's good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's also sexy. And that yeah. is also sexy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was curious
1: um, because inevitably, even as centered as you can become in your own life, people for sure still have opinions, <laughs> and there's <What>? still, <laughs> <What>? there's still <laughs> societal <laughs> expectations about how you're supposed to present mm-hmm. like supposed mm-hmm. to be in quotations um and so how do you um choose like what to post how do you share your art with the world knowing that once it's out there it's open to interpretation and it and it, criticism and criticism and in a sense it, it kind of like you lose control of it yeah um it kind of
3: that like part of me has kind of grown or changed over the years because at first I was like nervous I was like am I gonna get in trouble yeah (laughs) like I'm an adult but am I gonna get in trouble (laughs) like for posting this yeah but I just started because I was like I can't actually ask anyone to do something that I wouldn't do Mm -hmm. that's kind of my mindset and so I started with just like okay I'll post these photos of me and I started with just more like conservative ones but I'm like That's actually not what people want to see. Like, not in, like, a, they want to see my naked body. (laughs) But, like, they, like, they want to take the photos that I have taken that I just haven't posted. Mm. And so I'm, like, okay, no, actually, like, if I'm going to sit here and believe that, like, I am a sexual being and I'm allowed to be this way, then I'm going to let people see it. Mm. And so, like, I was just. Kind of gave up all my cares. And I was just like, I'll post whatever the heck I want to post. Yeah. And I've had so many people unfollow me, ask if I'm doing okay. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. That kind of vibe of just like, oh, like, are you all right? Are you looking for attention? You must be depressed. Uh, Yeah. All this stuff. But I'm like, the amount of comments I've gotten of, hey, actually, I didn't hate my body today because of what you posted the other day. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. That's I'm like, so okay, said. that, I don't care what the pastor told me right. <laughs> after I got that comment. Oh. You know?
2: How I'm like, problematic,
1: though. Right. I've been praying for you.
2: Like, oh are God. you okay? Yeah. You literally. must be, like, going through some daddy wounds.
1: Uh, like, <laughs> oh, literally. <Whoa>. Okay, literally. <laughs> stay out of my business.
3: Stay out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm like, it, I people will follow your lead kind of thing. Or mm-hmm. it's like. Oh, no, they see that, like, it's okay that you did it, so I can do it Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so I'm, like, I have always just kind of been the one to, like, not really care what people think. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, like, I will do
1: what I want to do. There is something incredibly powerful about that. Like, friends or sisters who go before you Mm -hmm. and, like, in their moving forward give you permission Mm -hmm. to believe for yourself. Or to take that for yourself, too. Um, And so I feel like as as women are stepping into the fullness of themselves, they're actually opening up um, space for other women to do the same. Yeah. And it does feel very empowering.
2: Yeah. It's so cool, too, because it's like what you said about like asking permission. And it's that same kind of idea of like, well, I've seen my sister or my friend or whoever do X. Yeah. And that automatically gives me permission. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe as women, maybe as Christians, I don't know. uh, But there is this attitude of like asking permission, Mm -hmm. asking to take up space, asking to show up, asking for X, Y, Z. And I'm like, what if I just took that? Mm -hmm. That's kind of
3: what I've done of just, like,
2: actually, if we take it back to extreme
3: step backs, um, like, I know a million Christian men that will post bathing suit photos, shirtless photos. What's the difference? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just those kind of things where it's like, okay, like, I'm just simply posting the same thing you are. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And...
3: It's just that kind of idea that people just won't say, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, can you explain the difference to me right now?
2: Right.
3: And they can't. And it's that idea of, like, I just do it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And if you don't like it, I don't care.
2: Yeah, don't look.
3: Don't, right. Just um, (laughs) (laughs) unfollow me. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, that's very real. Even, I would say, even, like, uh, if a woman posts a photo in a bathing suit, it's more acceptable than... The kind of photography that you're doing. Even though it's, like, the same amount of skin Mm -hmm. that's being shown. Like, I've posted, like, bathing suit photos and don't get, you know, family members asking my mom if I'm okay. But I post photos of us in our underwear and I'm asked – well, my mom is asked if I'm okay by family members. There's just something,
3: like, inherently – like, we're taught that inherently our underwear is shameful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In my, like, logical brain, I'm, like, this doesn't add up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't – yeah, people are just, like, s- not afraid to post a bikini photo. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, oh, the moment it has lace on it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is of the devil. Yeah. Like, right. Get rid of that.
1: No straps. Yeah, no yeah. straps, no lace. And it's
3: just, like, it's – just back to that, like, it's shameful to be sexual. hmm And
0: I'm,
3: yeah. like, okay, can we just – realize that if there was no sex there'd be no humans <laughs> like, literally yeah. like if they're this is just inherently what we were made to do mm-hmm. simply
2: yeah
3: and it's just like you can't like you can't have me as a woman if you don't take my sexual side also yeah that's yeah. kind of what i've come to of just like this this is all of me because mm-hmm. i've also had just guys that i was like interested in be like actually this This is too much. Or, like, I actually (laughs) – like, it Feel like, I feel offended that you would post a photo like that. Mm. I'm like, then simply you don't, first of all, understand me. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Or
2: go. this won't work. Literally. (laughs) I was like, sounds like you need something less, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's
3: just – but just that kind of idea of, like, this – like, if you don't see the art and you don't see the humanity Mm. in me and my photography, then you – I'm good. I don't want you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't need you. Like, that's kind of how it is for a lot of people where they're like, I had to unfollow you because of X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay,
2: (laughs) I don't care. The idea, though, that they feel, like, compelled to come tell you, I had to unfollow you because because we're associating underwear pictures with, like, acting out and that's offensive to people. It's like... Sorry, you just, like, are living some weird sheltered bubble life that I'm, like, not interested in. Right. Think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm actually curious. uh, (laughs) Do you find that, like, you know, if you were, like, talking to someone that you're interested in or in, like, the dating sphere, having these images out there, do you feel like that, like, affects things a lot? Or do you feel, like, how does that play in? I feel like it just shows me
3: who is a man versus who is a boy. Oh, she went there. I mean, it's like the people that have been like offended or scared or whatever—it's yeah. just their weird sense of control. Mm-hmm. They feel like they can't control me as a woman. Yeah, and I'm like,
0: mm-hmm. I'm not
3: gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna Last enter a relationship right where I'm gonna be <laughs> controlled by a man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Simply put. It's a good filter in what It really is. Because, <laughs> yeah.
3: like, the people that I've, like, either been friends with or, like, have dated a little bit or whatever are the people that are, like, no, I actually, uh, like, value and appreciate the confidence you have. And, mm-hmm. like, what you're doing. And I see your art. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like... Oh my gosh, I would never date a girl that
2: posts half naked photos. And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. You
3: post shirtless photos all the
2: time. Yeah. And like back to that. And they don't think twice about it either. Right. They're not yeah. asking anyone for permission. They're not yeah. worried, like, mm-hmm. oh, but someone might think of it this way. It's right. like, I'm like,
3: no, the person that I'm with is going to like love to show me off, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. not yeah. going
3: to like try to make me smaller mm-hmm. and control me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just see it as, like, a simple, quick way to weed people out. Yeah. (laughs) Or if they can't, like, understand the, like, heart and, Mm. like, art behind it Mm -hmm. kind of thing where it's, like, because there is, like, some people that are just, like, oh, well, you're just, like, posting thirst traps. You're just trying to do whatever. And Mm -hmm. first of all, I'm, like, what if I was? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Like, just get over it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Second of all, like – this is this is my job, this is my work, and, like, it still offends you, and that's the problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, that's what I'm trying to m- stop. Yeah. It's like, right. you're like,
0: the I'm trying to break end. stigma, and you are the stigma. Right. right yeah. I'm like, you're it. literally showing me why I'm doing
2: this right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 like, so, so thank you. Right. For another for example. I'm the poison. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh,
1: yeah, this is the, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. You right here, telling me and that I'm too much for yeah. you. Yeah.
3: And it kind of has just, like, mixed in with my feminism and just been like okay well no i'm gonna like show you that i'm on my period right now mm-hmm. like i'm gonna show you or like tell you like everybody around me always knows when i'm on my period
2: mm-hmm. and
3: like i'm gonna show you that, like this is just my body how it is I'm, i don't i refuse to retouch photos mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people will be like oh i felt well, like acne here and i'm like i will i simply won't take it off sorry yeah but like just that kind of thing where it's like i'm photographing you the end I'm yeah. like, I'm not photographing what you wish you were.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not
3: photographing, like, what the world wishes you looked like. I'm photographing you, and I'm showing you that you're beautiful.
0: Yeah. So I feel like we've we've touched on this a little bit, but I'm curious if you've seen maybe just, like, a common thread into, like, w- why people get upset about your photos or, like, why someone might um, be offended mm-hmm. by the work that you do. Like, what do you see as some of the, maybe some of the roots? The
3: roots. <laughs> um, with women, I've found that it's because they don't like themselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It In all the conversations, like, if it's become a conversation, it's gotten down to, like, well, I would never feel comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And yeah. so it's more so, like, a not instant, like, I hate you for doing that, like, kind of vibe. It's just, like they wish they could mm. and i'm like okay <laughs> but, <Yeah, laughs> but it's yeah. it's never like i found that from the women it's typically like a or or, or more like a jealousy mm-hmm. of like i wish i felt like i was allowed to mm. and it's like yeah the people that are typically like either in really conservative marriages or like in the church a lot or like in whatever and they're yeah. just like i'm not allowed to yeah they're
0: being mm-hmm. controlled
3: like the amount of times i've heard like oh i'd love to do that but like i wouldn't be allowed to post those
0: mm. and i'm like wouldn't be
3: allowed yeah, yeah. Who's, who's telling you that <laughs> yeah. who is saying that mm-hmm. oh. and yeah. just that kind of vibe and from the men yeah it's the just the idea of i don't feel like i can control you right now yeah it's, like, if if she's going to post that, what else will she do? Mm-hmm. Like, in that vibe of just, like, oh, you're not just, like, a small hidden little thing that, like, only I get to see or, like, just yeah. that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's more just, like, oh, you feel, like, a little out of control right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so I, it literally just, to me, just feels like control. Yeah. I and mean, both like, of them come back to control. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, they're just scared of someone not having shame i don't know
1: well there's like a possessiveness to it as well like mm-hmm. this idea that oh you belong to me and therefore i get to decide what of you get shared with the world and what doesn't mm-hmm. or in actuality like no one belongs to anybody <laughs> right literally <laughs> we're own independent humans and in in things whether it's a relationship, whether it's friendship, what all the way up to marriage, like yeah. nobody owns anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You might be like, you know, partnered with somebody, like you're collaborating yeah. with somebody. You're, leaking you're arms. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like sharing life.
1: Yep. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the the person's decision regarding their own body is their decision. Yeah. And yeah. you can like get in line or move along. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, and I think, too, like when you talk about women's reactions often being like, well, I could never do that. I think that a lot of people get, especially Christians, get upset when they see people doing things that their Christian upbringing has told them that they cannot do because it's like this idea of like, (laughs) at least in my mind, it's you're walking in this freedom that I don't get to walk in and like that's not allowed Mm -hmm, essentially like you're you have this level of of um liberty yeah and that's not okay because I don't get that level of liberty Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily you know conscious that they're thinking that but that tends to be a lot of the um I think, a lot of the, like, hidden rhetoric behind that, Mm -hmm. Uh, even when you see, like, Christian reactions to, like, the LGBT community, it's, like, there's so much uh, freedom and liberation that happens um, as people embrace their sexuality. And Christians who have been sexually suppressed and repressed for (laughs) many, many decades are like, oh, no, you can't do that because I can't do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, it's also just that whole idea of like um, holding people to a standard that you're holding yourself to Mm -hmm. when like why on earth would that be their standard as well, Yeah, you know?
3: And I think it's also like specifically um, within like church worlds. Mm -hmm. It's like they want – if you start questioning one thing, you question everything. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like you can't – A slippery slope. A
3: slippery slope. (laughs) And so I think they're like – It's the same way that a lot of um, Christians just don't don't know or, like, don't have answers for that because it doesn't affect them. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, they actually – it feels comfortable Mm -hmm. to have, like, a man telling you what you should be wearing and what you should be doing. It totally does. And so it's, like, it's not just, like, ignoring that fact. It's, like, no, some people just want to stay in their comfortability of, Mm -hmm. like – Being told what's safe and what's good. Mm -hmm. And so for them to be like, oh, actually, maybe I am allowed to do that, it kind of just crumbles their whole world.
2: It's true. And so
3: they're like, I actually can't look at that. I can't even consider that. Yeah. Because everything else would come crashing down.
2: Totally. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about because then you're forced to – use your brain and also accept responsibility and consequences for Mm -hmm. whatever. And God forbid you make the quote unquote wrong choice. It's like, it like paralyzes women, Mm -hmm. I think. And what you were saying earlier just like makes me think back to my Victoria's Secret days. And like, I became very instantly the hype woman. It was my job to make you feel good in my fitting room. And like seeing the mass, like, truly it's just body dysmorphia with amongst women was shocking. And then women apologizing for things like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not wearing makeup today. I'm like, girl, I do not give two shits if you're wearing makeup or not today. We're yeah. going to make you feel good. Like that's the goal. And I think like, I mean, we've been saying it basically this whole episode, but women don't know how to feel good in their bodies. Mm-hmm. And that was like, my goal. It's like I'm here to help you feel good and feel confident and feel comfortable mm-hmm. and that is my only objective. I don't care what you buy today. That's not my problem. Like I'm here to help you embrace who you are as a woman and I think we don't do that as a society. Like we don't know how.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's
3: yeah, that's I have like a little spiel that I do every time someone like comes to a shoot with me and I'm like, okay, like, for one, I ask them what they're insecure about because I'm like, I don't want to highlight something. Like, I just want to know. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that I don't like accidentally <laughs> like highlight a key thing that's going to trigger you. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I'm just like, but I also have seen a ton of bodies and I'm not scared of bodies and I love all bodies.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so I'm like, you're not going to like do something or look a certain way that's going to make me think differently of you
2: mm-hmm.
3: or treat you differently differently or think that you're not beautiful. Like you literally could do nothing right now. Cause I'm like, and then I also, I'm just like, you can be like dressed or undressed to whatever you want. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Cause they also come in where like half of them are like really would love to do like a full topless photo, but are like, no, but you don't want to see that. And I'm like, you're
0: literally (laughs) like, do Do you know what I do
3: for a living? Like (laughs) this, like I'm comfortable to where you're comfortable Mm -hmm. kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. And it's just like me being the one to be like, no, Like, I'm not afraid of your body. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Yeah. Gives them, like, a small space to be like, maybe I'm not afraid of
0: my body right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that people also just get so wrapped up in, like, concern for other people's judgments of their bodies. Um, A small example I think of, actually, I talked to someone the other day who got a pedicure and she hadn't shaved her legs in a long time. And so her legs were really hairy. And she was like very self-conscious because the person giving her the pedicure saw her hairy legs and like touched her hairy legs. <laughs> and I was like, so like, <laughs> like as right. she's I'm like, everyone has it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a surprise. And also this person who's giving a pedicure has seen a million hairy legs. I'm sure like that's not going right. to phase them. And um, I think that, I think that generally a lot of people are not as concerned with, judging your body um as as we tend to be with Mm -hmm. like making sure our bodies don't get judged um I think that an exception is probably when it comes to like the Christian church because there is a lot of concern with regulating bodies within that sphere but like I just hear so many people with that idea of like someone who literally works with bodies Mm -hmm. like a boudoir photographer or a like um nail specialist Mm -hmm. nail (laughs) nail 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 technician um or a waxer or whatever like these people uh, have seen bodies or doctors too like you know Mm -hmm. it's this idea that like We'll start to feel insecure about very natural, normal things about our Mm -hmm. bodies, and then apologize to our bra specialist at Victoria's Secret because our boobs look a certain way, or because we're not wearing makeup. And it's it's so bizarre because why would they? Why would that even be their concern? Like that's not what they're there for. It
3: also just blows my mind how like purity culture has also made women just not know what their body looks like at all Mm -hmm. but in the sense of they don't know what anybody bodies look like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so if something like if they happen to have seen a body on a magazine or seen porn or seen something they expect like okay all bodies look like that Mm -hmm. and so it becomes more of an issue of like you're creating body dysmorphia and Mm -hmm. like women hating their bodies because you're not They don't know what bodies are supposed to look like. Well, and
1: marketing has capitalized on the fact that we are dissociated from our bodies. They're like, oh, you don't know what a body looks like? This is what I'm going to tell you it looks like. Aspire to be like this. If you buy our products, you could look like this and feel like this. When if we were actually more associated with what bodies really look like, we'd be a lot more critical. But I I think and I think that that's changing and we are becoming more critical. But um, we have allowed marketing companies to determine beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Rather than, and being, a, yeah, and rather like, than cetera, being acquainted the industry and rather than just being acquainted with what beauty is in in our world. Mm-hmm. Like we're so mm-hmm. not present and that's even with on, what we like, look like. Not just women for
3: themselves, but men. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah Christian sure. men who men like as well. specifically Christian men who have never experienced a naked woman until their wedding day. Yeah. But probably mm-hmm. most likely have been addicted to porn their whole life. Yeah. Hmm. Like, they just look at the their wife's body on their wedding day and they're like, oh, that's not what I expected. Mm. And so it's like a double-ended sword of, like, it's not good. the woman doesn't like themselves. The man is not expecting what a real woman's body yeah. should look like. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and what a just, real sexual experience should look like. Right. Oh, literally, And
3: yes. Like, yeah. the amount of, like,
0: oh, that part of pu- purity culture just gets
3: me going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just... Like, destroy all thoughts of a woman being sexual. And then on her wedding day, you're like, okay, now be the best sexual
0: experience yeah. for your husband ever. And be great at this thing you've literally never done. Yeah. Or even
3: talked about. <laughs> yeah. Considered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like, the amount of Christian women I know that, like, had horrible sex lives for a long time because they just were so filled with shame and hatred to
1: their body yeah. that I'm like breaks my heart. This
3: is not what God... And then, unfortunately, <laughs> all the women
1: that they know in their circle are also having horrible sex lives. Right. And so then they think, oh, oh, horrible sex life is normal and this is the yeah. life sex that Sex just I, sucks. Sex just sucks. It's Bummer. I guess
2: I'll do it so I can have kids and that's the end. Yeah. Like, it literally is so heartbreaking to me that, like, women don't know, or at least a, a good percentage of women don't know that sex should be enjoyable and fun for them. Yeah. It's literally just man using woman's body literally mm-hmm. also their the, there's a magical the little button <laughs> called the clitoris and it's fabulous like get on that girl <laughs> and so i just uh, yeah i don't have a point it's just really sad <laughs> <laughs> so, i'm just sad i'm yes. just i'm so sad and also like obviously your body is special but your body is not so special most likely that yeah. A doctor or a bra specialist or a nail technician or a photographer or fill-in-the-blank is going to go home and think about your body the rest of their day. Yeah. They're not going to be like, right. oh, my God, that vagina. No, nope. yeah. it's just that a, v- hairy leg. <laughs> it's like that a hairy just leg. It's just a vagina. Or, oh, my God, those boobs. I yeah. remember one pair of boobs. They were 93 years old. That's all. <laughs> I have measured thousands of boobs in my life. Like, guys, they're all probably really, really normal and very much so similar, but also different. But, yeah. like, I don't – like, no one's going to remember mm-hmm. your insecurity. And I think that's what, like, is so messed up, again, about that mass yeah. body dysmorphia of, like, no one remembers your insecurity. Yeah. Now that you're saying Everyone that – Everyone
0: else is busy being insecure about themselves. Yeah,
1: I, so. <laughs> I used to have, like, dreams of being, like, naked in front of my entire high school or, mm. like – People, you know, like I used to have like scary dreams where Mm -hmm. like suddenly I'm exposed and they can see my pube hair and, (laughs) you know, they, you know, whatever. They see my hairy legs and my vagina and all this stuff and they go home being like, oh, my God, can you believe what she looked like Mm -hmm. or whatever? And I look back and I'm like, oh, that's so dumb. Mm -hmm. But I think in a way we all sort of, not all of us, but so many people kind of walk around with that idea that like something about me is not perfect and therefore i am outside the norm and if i were to be exposed i would be the laughing stock or mm, yeah. whatever when
0: like really even the i mean the images that we see are already not truthful right? yes like, but we don't know that yeah but like i mean i think about that like since i'm in you know the media industry like i see or, and have seen you know models or actresses or whatever who look so stunning and so idealized once they've been captured but at as we're like on set, I see their like random roles that they have or mm-hmm. the cellulite or stretch mm-hmm. marks that they have or mm-hmm. um, the time where their makeup is not quite on point and they have to fix it or their hair is doing a weird thing. Like all these things that we're like, oh, my gosh, my, I can't do that because the, the model on the cover of the magazine doesn't look like that. Right. But this is one second of that model's day that you're I seeing I tell people with all retouching. the time, I'm
3: like, the people that you think are the most beautiful models in the whole world. I have bad photos of them. Yeah,
0: and I literally like, fr- froze on a really bad freeze frame of oh, a video yeah. of a model yesterday, who's just absolutely stunning. Yeah. But the freeze frame was hilariously <laughs> <Okay>. ugly. <'Cause laughs> everyone's like, like, "No,
3: I don't photograph well. Like, you're not going to get good photos of me. Like, mm-hmm. not like that girl. She looks beautiful." And I'm like, "It's my job to get the good photo. Yeah,
1: like, I'm like that girl's got, got some bad photos too. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. all capable of being that girl. You know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Ellie, wow. I mean, just all good things, right? Like, we've we've covered so many things. But what I'm particularly curious about is how have you found your own voice in the process of photographing yourself and other women? Because I feel like self-portrait really has a ton of power in that vein. And I'm curious to hear your experience of that.
3: It just kind of helped me to connect to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It kind of just brought – it helps me to, like, center around what I feel like my identity is Mm -hmm. and just kind of being like, okay, this is me Mm -hmm. and just all sides of me and, like, not just what I look like but what I want to portray, like, the type of person I want to portray to the world and, like, Mm -hmm. um, show kind of – I don't know. It's like – because I do get the people that – misunderstand obviously they look at it and they're like oh that's just a girl that posts half naked photos (laughs) and they don't see it but yeah i've had more people see the side of like oh i actually just see like a calmness a peace and like a centered confidence around you and just how i act (laughs) i'm like it's it's made me more confident just in my body and everyday life Mm-hmm. like i wear things i would never have considered wearing before um i like just it it's a little bit different in your everyday life when you're like the internet has seen mm-hmm. me in my underwear mm-hmm. for sure and so it's like no actually i have a confidence that like i know that i look good mm-hmm. like i know that that was just like a photo that captured the one specific moment and my body doesn't look like that at all times but it can mm-hmm. like it did look like that Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just gives, like, an interesting confidence of, like, well, if I can do that, if I can post my naked body on the Internet, why can't I do these other things Yeah, kind yeah. of vibe where it's, like, specifically in this town and in Christian worlds, I'm off the deep end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, after posting that, I am just – right a heathen oh yeah yeah oh yeah and so so, prodigal son coming right Mm -hmm. and so i've kind of already like pushed past whatever standards or i've scared enough people yeah i mean
1: in a sense you sort of like knock down the things that you were formerly able to hide behind right and so there's a vulnerability there where it's like well you've kind of already seen it so (laughs) <laughs> i can't really hide it behind it anymore but also i don't have to hide it anymore yeah. like if there's a liberation and it's there as kind
3: well. of also the like i've i've always kind of felt this way like i've always been like well why can't i show my body why can't like why like again back to i'd always ask why i'm like can you tell me why i have to wear more modest clothes or like why mm. I, I like can't take these kind of photos yeah and it's just like it forces people around me to try to convince me why not and they can't it also has forced me to like have those opinions where like I said people when they're not when it's not an issue in their life they don't have the opinions and they're fine just being like oh I don't know yeah and so it's kind of made that conversation come up but then also had to like forced me to have that opinion and be like so why do you do that Mm -hmm. but then also be settled in like I actually don't have to explain that to you
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I resonate with that a lot in In us doing this podcast, it's like, you know, we're putting ourselves in a public forum and are available to be misunderstood, misjudged. Um, People make assumptions about us. People ask questions about us. And um, I've had friends ask other friends if I'm off the deep end because of something I said on the podcast or things like that. And it's... um, in a way, it is sort of liberating because it's like, well, this is all out here now. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I'll just carry on. And like it, it does force you to like um, answer questions that you wouldn't have answered before mm-hmm. because it's like, well, if we're going to talk about this on the podcast or we're going to have this guest on or whatever, like, what do I think about that really? Because mm-hmm. it's affecting me now. And right. um, before it, it wasn't necessarily or it was easier to ignore. Mm-hmm. Um yeah and uh I think that so much of it is also just becoming a more and more like whole and compassionate human, <laughs> you know, like Damn. you're coming more into your own, and that looks like a lot less you know, shame and hiding
3: right and it it also kind of has like um given me it it caused the like mass exodus from my life, <laughs> mm-hmm. like of all the people that can't handle it Mm. and so once that happened I was like oh so why should I not just post all my opinions now Mm -hmm. like I already have all all these people thinking I'm going crazy for (laughs) what I post so I'll just keep going Mm -hmm. um so that's where I've just now been more on my like Mm
1: -hmm.
3: further side of the feminism and just Mm -hmm. posting all about different controversial
1: topics in this yeah. town <laughs> well because in a sense it's like what else do you have to lose you know it's like all right. the people who maybe you thought were friends mm-hmm. made it very clear that they were right and and so it's like, like oh what? okay it
3: kind of gave me like that new confidence to just yeah. be like well this is actually what i believe yeah, yeah. And it's not like all like when i'm trying to like so deeply connect and learn my like connect to myself and learn about myself it would be inauthentic to not share these other parts of me mm-hmm, and for sure. these other things that I like believe so strongly about.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, it's kind of funny to me that, uh, you know, you posting, uh, boudoir photos means that you, something is different about like your faith inherently. Mm-hmm. Like why, why does that, why are those, um, even considered to be like connected? Mm-hmm. To, like, the Christian church at large. Or, like, if you post about um, feminism or racism or, you know, homosexuality. all Like, insert to, like, controversial item here. Like, mm-hmm. why does that mean that you are then, quote, unquote, off the deep end mm-hmm. in your faith? Because to me that's just, like, a such a limited view of what Christianity even is. I like,
3: think it's also, like, I have found that people... Are, for one, just scared of humanity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, actually, I'm just outwardly sharing the real human sides of my process and my thoughts and my opinions. Yeah. And everything you're doing is just a secret. Mm-hmm. And so I don't see how that makes you more of a Christian or yeah. whatever than me. Yeah.
0: Because you're, it's like, like, presenting a good
3: Right. Face. Where it's like you look... Like, the amount of pastors I know that I know what they're doing that they're not sharing. Mm-hmm. But then they're over here, like, shaming and outwardly saying that, oh, I must not be Christian because this is what I'm posting. And I'm like, but if people saw what you were doing, you they'd think the same about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't judge that. Where I'm like, I know. Like, to me, Christianity is the relationship with God and that's it. It's not a church. Mm-hmm. And so these people that are, like, hiding their real lives to be in some type of leadership at a church to me is just way more inauthentic than me just posting my naked body on the internet. It
2: you know?
0: sure is. And it's so sad, too, because it's the idea that, like, you can't bring yourself authentically to the table right. for the mm-hmm. sake of some sense of power or authority or leadership. It's the control. Mm-hmm. Which, like, why... I Like, my mind goes back to, like, why do you even
1: want that if you can't be mm-hmm. yourself, you know? We don't consider... Like true giftings, people that actually help people find freedom, people that actually wrestle with complex decisions, people who push boundaries and make a way for more people to find acceptance and love. Like leadership is very different in the church. Mm
3: -hmm. And that's kind of like my simple answer when people are like, oh, are you still a Christian? (laughs) And I'm like, I know the same person being that I think is God. And that I have a relationship with. And that's the end of that for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like I, whatever you are trying to give me right now or force upon me that, like, says inherently that my body and me as a human is bad, mm-hmm. my God wouldn't say that about me. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want
0: whatever version of, like, Christianity that that is. Yeah. Yeah. I think people get, people get their panties in a twist about <laughs> – um, like wanting someone to put a label mm. onto what their faith is or or even just who they saying
3: are. like but no, mine's right, yours is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Wow, you, you changed s- my mind." Like <laughs> simply you don't get to say that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Like if you get to say yours is right, I get to say mine's right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And there's absolutely nothing that you could say that would convince me that
0: you're right and I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, because like I'm, my fallback has always been like well I believe what I believe because I think it's right right like mm-hmm. I wouldn't believe it if I thought it was wrong
2: mm-hmm. right
0: because how would I how would I mm-hmm. reconcile that in my head so you believe what you believe because you think it's right, right and someone else who has very different views than you believes what they believe because they think it's right whether they think it's right because of conditioning they've received throughout their life or whatever like they do think it's right mm-hmm. um but this idea of like, wanting to force or coerce others into thinking what you think is right is right is (laughs) like like, (laughs) that's just that it it it's it's just like such a a fruitless practice you know like it it there's what is the impetus behind that because at the end of the day like why does that why is it your concern Mm -hmm. um
3: well, I could answer
1: that from a Christian perspective. Because I think that people have very real concerns, right? Like they're the, this, the theology is that this is what it takes to get into heaven and to be fully accepted by God. This is what you have to do in order for Christ's sacrifice on the cross to count for you. Mm-hmm. This is what you have to do to receive X gift, whatever. Get the fullness of, you know, your life. And if you don't do these things, and if you don't ascribe to this certain set of beliefs, and you have differing opinions, then maybe your faith isn't quite authentic. And even though lots of people think they're going to make their way into the kingdom of heaven, only if you will, and that is biblical. And so the, this this motivation is, I am searching with everything that I have to know God and know him in such a way that when I you know, reach the pearly gates of heaven, he knows me too. And as the church teaches, in order for that to be done, I have to follow this specific set of rules, and I have to have this certain type of relationship with God, and I have to understand God as a person based on this specific set of criteria. And so what it circles, I mean, like, I don't think it's a surprise that with that framework, That people would see something like boudoir, that they would see um, any sort of, like, possible thing that could potentially pull you away from the true center of what it means to have faith that that, that's dangerous. And so they cut those things out of their life for the purpose of trying to stay as pure in their pursuit of God as possible. So I think there's lots of motivation behind it. I think what, like, scares people— about my answer to all of this is that
3: i don't care what their translation of the bible says where cuz it's always like like not discounting everything you explain no and i'm
1: not saying that, that saying saying it's valid, like, but i'm saying that that is no, the yeah. very real yeah, visceral so I mean, that is what set people of that people are living they say under. like it's, not oh, it's
3: biblical the moment i realized that it was just a court of men that sat around and decided what to put in the bible it's people deciding what the bible says and like just doing that kind of research of like there are certain words like homosexuality that was not in the bible until what like 1946 or something yeah that just was put in there and i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take it out Mm -hmm. (laughs) what do you mean like if you can put that in there why can't i take it out yeah like that kind of thing where i'm like it actually doesn't win me over or convince me of anything to say like well like biblically this is what you should do Mm -hmm. like i don't Go by the Bible. And I think that's what scares a lot of people around here is that I'm actually like, I grew up Christian. I grew up in churches. But I've kind of flipped to like, I have like a personal relationship, like what I said, with God or whoever I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, I don't, I've flipped to everything that I've been taught is that humans are important and special and cared for. Mm-hmm. And anything that you are trying to give me outside of that, like, it it goes to, like, humanity and feminism and all this stuff first. And then if your Christianity fits into it, cool kind of thing. Where, like, I feel like a lot of people go from, like, oh, I'm a Christian, but then I'm becoming feminist. But Mm -hmm. it's still kind of, like, oh, well, like, I'm taking the pieces of feminism that fits Mm -hmm. into my Christianity. Yeah. But I am kind of flip, like – You're not allowed to to do that with Christianity, like, to take what fits for you. But it also kind of just, like, flips for me, and I'm like, no, actually, I feel very confident in whatever relationship I have with God Mm -hmm. that I don't feel like I need to fit anything that I'm feeling. Like, I don't need to get rid of these pieces to fit into, like, a religion.
2: Mm.
3: And so it's like, no, actually, I'm just thinking humans first here.
2: Mm.
3: And so when people are like, oh, well, this religion believes that these people just go to hell for whatever. I'm like, I don't want that one. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, people just get so caught up, and they're like, "Well, then you're you're off the deep end. You're going to hell." And I'm like, I don't
1: have to believe that.
3: Essentially. I don't yeah. believe yeah. what you believe.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And it's like the moment I have like literally sat at a table with people that wrote a translation of the Bible,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and this man looked me in my eyes and asked me to give him a prophetic word. And it was that moment that I was like, okay, I hear from God Mm -hmm. no less than you do. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And so for you to be putting things in the Bible that, like, condemns me, I don't accept. (laughs) Like, simply. Or I'm just like, I actually, like, you don't, you're not proving to me that you have more power over what
0: God says than I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing is, like, at the end of the the day, if – you believe that we are created by God in God's image, et cetera, et cetera. Then we also receive, you know, consciences from God. We receive internal direction from God. And um, I mean, at least in my like worldview, like everything comes back to God, to the divine. And so, like, if all these things flow from the divine, then, like how how can you tell me that? the conscience and the the morals and the ethics that I stand behind are wrong mm-hmm, because right. they they come from this. I think that when it – the only time that I can think of where it's appropriate to, like, infringe on someone else's beliefs is when it's harming others, mm-hmm. you know, when it's actively harming people. Right. And that's when it's like, okay, now we need to draw lines. Now we need mm-hmm. to say, you you actually can't believe this, you know, mm-hmm. or, like, this is wrong. Mm-hmm, right. But – uh, you know, your, your right. conscience, your beliefs, your whatever, like, that is you.
3: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I, like I said, go back to just, like, humanity, and I'm like, if my, like, if we're believing, like, God made you in his image, then I'm like, then this whole body is important and good. Mm-hmm. So these pieces that I'm being told, like, no, that's shameful. Keep that hidden. Keep this whatever, like, that's, you're not supposed to experience this. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. i'm yeah. like you, you it's actually just contradicting yourself to be like no you are made holy, beautiful and pure and whatever like nothing you can do can do whatever and i'm like this doesn't add up then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. these pieces aren't mm-hmm. are conflicting yeah.
0: yeah wow we've covered a lot of things i feel like and somehow i've gone on some very you know obviously interesting, compelling tangents about the church and um, sexuality and sexual expression and um, artistic process and all that jazz. And I love it. Uh, But Ellie, as we wrap things on up, as we come to a close, uh, we have to ask you the telltale question that we (laughs) ask every guest, which is, what does woman being mean to you? I was thinking about this all week, to be honest.
3: (laughs) I was like, what does it mean? And I think it, to me, it is just simple. Just the simple, literal statement of woman being. And it's kind of what I try to communicate, honestly, in a lot of my work is just like, no women are allowed to be. Like, just a woman's body doing anything is good and that's kind of just the message we've gotten is like no woman woman bodies and women doing anything are bad and shameful mm-hmm. and should be hidden should be to the side be controlled be whatever but i think just like i like i like the phrase woman being cuz it's just like no it's just simple
1: mm-hmm.
3: and we're allowed to just be in any space in any category and in any way yeah
1: Yeah.
3: we have full license
0: yeah to be Mm. exactly
3: and i think that's because kind of a lot of what i love to talk about and say is just like humanity Mm -hmm. and letting just letting humans experience humanity and it's like actually we don't i'm in the in-between a lot like i don't have this like answer i still have body dysmorphia (laughs) i still like struggle with eating disorder behaviors and like I don't, because a lot of the times I feel like it's one or the other of like, oh, someone's really struggling or they've figured it out.
0: Mm.
3: And I'm like, sometimes I figured it out. Yeah. Sometimes I'm struggling.
0: Yeah, and, and it's both just those the, things can be true in the same day, in the exactly. same hour, <laughs> and just that sense of
3: just like, okay, actually, humanity as they are and women just being,
0: are it's good and okay. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. that. <laughs> So uh, based off of all that we've talked about today, Ellie, do you have any resources, any um, any of your go-tos uh, to further our woman beings' education around these topics or um, things that have been helpful to you?
3: Yeah. So this is another thing I was thinking about of <laughs> what to share. Um, I think for me, the ones that I want to, like, highlight are specifically in, like, the social media world um because a lot of like obviously the boudoir photography and a lot of what i do is on social media and like public um so there's one girl her name's nadia she started a company called august co it is um a period brand so she makes period products they are my absolute favorite she's like 22 years old she just graduated from harvard last year
1: Nice. A smart nice. girl. But she
3: started a nonprofit called Period that is like educating young people. I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. She started that and she just kind of like, I literally found her on TikTok like a while ago. Um, she posts just extremely real content about being on her period. Mm-hmm. Like she will post photos with like a tampon string hanging out or like she'll post literally like, this is how you use a tampon. Like literally just try to content that people don't were never given mm-hmm. yeah um so i love her and i think it's her just whole company and brand is important for sure um and then another one is just an account that i follow that it's namaste hannah i think is what it is okay she just posts very blatant like facts you like if you follow me on instagram you've probably seen me share her stuff before but it's just normalizing human body and mm-hmm. space like she does a lot of not necessarily like the boudoir type photography but more just like her body mm-hmm. in places and then just like clear statements around them mm-hmm. and it's kind of like feminism vibes um mm. we love feminism vibes around <laughs> here <Feminism> vibes <laughs> <in the song. laughs> a girl named gabby that started an underwear brand called cherry Cute. Mm. It literally, she found the issue where underwear, sorry, Victoria's Secret, is so tiny. Yes. In the crotch. Where it, like, so small. It's so small, and then not every woman body fit in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. So she literally just created an underwear brand
2: where it is, like, wider oh, in good. the crotch area. But yes, her. because the one. front wedgie is the worst. Right. Oh, yeah. Don't get in between my labia. Mm-mm. Exactly.
3: <laughs> so she started this underwear brand, but she also does what Nadia does, where she, like, has a TikTok and just creates, like, education. Mm. And, like, all these videos and just being like, no, my my vulva does not fit in underwear. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just does not.
2: And yeah. people were like,
3: wait, what? And she's <laughs> like, and then half the people are like, wait, same. Yeah. And so it's just
1: kind of like bringing awareness to mm. people yeah. Even and their just, bodies. Just saying that, I'm like, oh, my God. Why do they make underwear so small? Like, right. it never occurred to me that that was something that could be fixed. Right. Mm. And she was mm. like, <laughs> no,
3: literally, like, I think the stats are she's like, the average woman's vulva is, like, two and a half inches wide or something, and most underwear is two inches and then hers is, like, three or three and a half inches, I think. Mm,
0: and crazy. I bought her underwear.
3: It's expensive, but it's just because it's her running this small company. Yeah. And it's, like, some of the best underwear I've ever bought. Nice. Mm. So, yeah. So, her and Nadia and Hannah just post real human bodies. Mm-hmm. And it's just people I think that you should follow. Dang, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to
0: go buy some panties. <laughs> <laughs> buy some 10 panties, 10. buy some period products, mm-hmm. <laughs> buy all the just
2: things. Just stock up, you Support know? Support <laughs> all
0: the amazing feminist ladies. Small female
2: businesses, yes. <laughs> For sure.
0: So speaking of small female businesses, how can the woman beings Me. find you, mm-hmm. Um
3: Most of my stuff these days goes through just my Instagram, mm-hmm. um, which is Ellington. E.L. dot I.N.G.T.O.N. Um, or my actual like boudoir photography is Cali Booty, but like boudoir, so it's Cali Sheet. B.O.U.D.I. B-O-U-D-I.
1: Yeah, like that's nice. B-D. Yeah, like booty but but like boudoir yeah that
2: is so cute like in California very cute yeah you guys should
0: definitely give her a follow (laughs) and if you're in the writing area and you need some saucy photos for you Mm -hmm. then you should (laughs) you you should slide in her DMs or
2: something slide in my DMs print them out hang them up on your walls in your bathroom all for you surprise any guests (laughs) I'm like (laughs) yes and this (laughs) is me on top of a mountain topless, <laughs> I should do that. Yeah, just
3: print my nudes, yeah, and have them in the back. Make <laughs> wallpaper room. out of them. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd
0: be so that'd be amazing! Like little that tiny like prints really of them cool. that are I'm like just the like pattern a of the cool. wallpaper, and then That's you look idea. closely Ooh. and they're like, That's your butt. I but you're like, <laughs> yes, <like that."> you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> yes, those <laughs> are
1: nipples. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <Those are
0: nipples. laughs> yeah, um, love it. Um, speaking of following people, you guys should also follow us uh, at Woman Being Podcast on Instagram. We're womanbeingcommunity.com on the internet website place that we have. And <laughs> we're also Woman Being Podcast on TikTok. We're on all the podcast platforms. Unless there's one we're not on, then you should let us know because we want to be on it. But we're on Amazon. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera etc and youtube so really if you're not finding us you're not trying very hard because we're freaking everywhere
1: but since you're listening to this you probably have found us in which case you should do something
0: which is leave us a review yes that is what you should do (laughs) leave us a review give us some comments give us a follow Depending on what platform you're on, whatever applies. Do all the things, <laughs> um, and if you're wanting to receive a different woman being experience, then find us on a different platform that you don't already follow us on. Heck yeah! Uh, anyways, all that to say, uh, we are actually this is, I think, our last episode of this season. Oh my <gasps> god, we're going to talk about we it. <laughs> Yeah, Season this is, finale. This is our last episode of this season. We will be back in full force in a couple months uh, in September. September. But mm-hmm. you might also be getting some sneaky bonus episodes there this might summer. Be just a
1: couple. I Stay don't tuned.
0: Know. Although I do know because <laughs> I'm a i am we do it. <laughs> but you don't know. But maybe you could get some sneak peeks into those episodes if you follow us on our social media platforms, Wink Wink.
1: <laughs> she actually winked for anyone I listening. did actually wink, yeah. and I
0: had to say the wink uh-huh. since we are <laughs> auditory as well. <laughs> um, anyways, all that self-promotion to say. Thank you so much for joining us, Ellie. Thank you, yes, Ellie. Thank you Happy for having some feminist convos with us down all the feminist rabbit trails we'll mm-hmm. have to do some photo shoots
2: for mm-hmm. oh my gosh you know, I she already, might already see told some... her I would get naked for her any day, <laughs> so. day. Will... any day you well, tell, me. tell me that's amazing that. <laughs> uh,
0: all right we will catch you guys next time that we pop up on your feed see you then
1: <laughs> <laughs> bye bye <laughs>